Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. How you doing? Our updates are the same. Yeah. I don't have anything individual to me or personal to me because hmm. basically we did everything together this week. Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, but we did a lot of things. <laughs> well, the race went well, wouldn't you say? Yeah. We did a good job on the race. It was good. It was very good. Yeah, I actually had a great time. You surprise, were surprise. hilarious. We need to probably Google running songs and redo our playlist. Yeah, except Queen and ACDC always need to be on my playlist. That's fine. They can stay. And it keeps me going. Savage will also stay there. Mm -hmm. So there are a mm -hmm. couple that can stay. Yeah. But I do feel like it needs to be revisited. What do you think about Jack and Diane? You think that can stay? Was that a running oh, song? Oh, no, not really. No. But I have another song that I think you're really going to like. Do I want to play it for you right now? Yeah, what is it? Okay. Actually, I don't know if you're allowed to. There might be rules against that. If I play two seconds, it'll be fine. Okay. No one's going to tell. No one tell on us. Or else we, you're in big trouble. We do not own the rights to this song. Yep. Do you like this? Can we run to this? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. If you tap your foot double time, that would be similar to our stride. Oh, this is a good one. It's a good one, right? <laughs> so that's what I, so I put that on our playlist for this time. Sound I good? I like it. Okay. And I have a few others I think you're going to like. Anyways, you did a great job. We ran our hearts out. We did, but you practically carried me across the finish line. That last mile. It only seems fair since usually you Whoa. drag me across the finish line. <laughs> usually. <laughs> no, we make a good team. Yep, it was fun. And then, you know, another type of mental marathon that we went on this week was mm -hmm. our visit to the Great Salt Lake. Yeah, mental, emotional, mm -hmm. physical. <laughs> I'm glad we did it. Are you? Um, yeah, because now I, I have scratched the itch enough now that I'm like, Manna, you never need to do that again. Ever? Ever. No. Okay. I mean, I always think it's like a fun adventure, but it's... And also, we did go to the wrong beach. Did we? I Googled it after. We were at Ladyfinger Point, uh -huh. which is not the main beach. We were supposed to go to Bridger Bay, and that one has the showers. Showers. Oh, no. Listeners, you know, if, if your kids go out in the Great Salt Lake and get all dirty and wet... The biggest problem coming back is that they are itchy because of the salt in yeah. the lake, right? Yeah. And our kids were not happy campers because they were itchy and there was no shower to rinse off. No. And do you know, I had to rinse out all of their swimsuits. And mm. do you know what was coming out in the sink as I rinsed? No. Brine shrimp. No. There were brine shrimp in their coming out oh. of their swimsuits. Oh my goodness. Into the, the little basin. It was really gross you know what Megan you are making me wonder where on earth are my kids clothes from that adventure are they hiding somewhere in my car no I would have smelled it where are they I don't know but I had to rinse most of my kids okay. suits because mud it was everywhere. oh it's so gross and brine shrimp and shrimpies Ugh, little gross. shrimp gross anyways it was a fun thing we saw lots of bison mm -hmm. and the kids had a great time yeah a lot of sticks yeah yeah oh Wow, we talked about sticks in this episode, actually. Oh, that's great. <laughs> None of ours got injured. Though. That's right. Okay. We do have some business to cover today. Nearly eight episodes ago, we announced a big summer giveaway. In order to encourage our listeners to get the very most out of summer, we came up with a little challenge. For those who are new, here's how it works. Based on the general school calendar, most kids should have 10 weeks of summer. That is really not enough. No, it's not. Well, Yes, it is. Wait, yes, it is. Yes, yes gotcha. it is. <laughs> I am tapped out and wondering why we do not do year-round school. My friends in Arizona whose kids I have know. gone to school this week, 
I'm feeling immense I would, jealousy. I would love to do year round. I've told you this before. I'd love to do year round. Yes. But can you believe those 10 weeks are almost done? Anyway. No, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad for you. <laughs> Our challenge to the listeners is to plan one intentional activity with your kids each week. Just one. That's all we ask or more if you feel adventurous and so inclined. Once you've completed your intentional activity with your kiddos, post it on your story, like Instagram story, mm-hmm. tag us, and we will put your name in the running for our giveaway. And at the end of the 10 weeks, you, wonderful listener, could be the winner of one huge surprise. And guess what? Everyone has two weeks left. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So this giveaway officially closes on, on the Monday in two weeks. What's the, the date August on I think it's the 15th. Yeah, August 15th. Uh, yep, the 15th. It closed on the 15th. Um, someone posted their their activity this week. We need to repost it because it was really fun. I got I forgot to repost it. But anyways, they're coming in. People are working. It's fun. I love it. We are blessed with the best of people. <laughs> I couldn't think. I was like, oh, man, I can't think of another word. We have been blessed with another review. So this one comes from Apple Podcasts, and it says, I've been a fan since episode one, and I can honestly say Amanda and Megan are delightful. I mean, how can you not read these and just blush? Like, it feels like we we don't deserve this. Anyways, I love how listening feels like having a conversation with my best friend. That is the goal. One day I will read a whole paragraph without making comments in between, but (laughs) they continue. You're guaranteed to laugh each episode, and they are all so relatable. I leave feeling like maybe I do have a handle on this whole parenthood thing, and if not, at least I'm in good company. Well done. (laughs) Well done to you, listener, because you are in good company. Very good. Uh, So, yes, remember, we want to share our appreciation for you and your reviews, so please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Google or Facebook. And Megan and I will read your review on an episode just like we did today. If you hear your review or if this was your review, DM us and we will send you a prize, a big old fat prize. Not as big as a summer giveaway. No, yes, but but about the size of a inflatable noodle man. Um, (laughs) But you got to send us a message. If you don't send us a message, like we can't send it to you. The end. End of story. So. Thanks again for that review. That was really kind. All right. Our topic today. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. I hope I don't get too queasy. Sometimes I get a little queasy. Do you really? (laughs) When talking about stuff like this? Yeah, but I'm ready. Wait, when your daughter had her tooth episode. Mm -hmm. If you listened last week, Mm -hmm. you know, Amanda's daughter had a tooth issue. Mm -hmm. Did that make you queasy? Were you okay? Or there was no blood, Um, so did it seem okay? No, that doesn't make me queasy. I actually don't get queasy, like, with loose teeth, like some people do, you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, a broken bone does make me queasy. But I don't think think we have any broken bones in this episode. No, shockingly no. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways... Okay, well, our topic today is a doozy. We are talking about childhood injuries with a few illnesses thrown in there for fun. Because why not? Why not? (laughs) But isn't it kind of ironic, Megan, that we chose this topic uh, a few weeks ago before before tonight? Mm -hmm. Because remember last night at our school picnic, we had a kid get injured. Sure. Do you remember this? Well, yeah, I didn't. I was not around. Neither was I. But I did see the people running, Mm -hmm. and then my kids told me about the blood that was still all over the playground afterwards. Oh, was there blood? Oh, no. Should we have cleaned that up? Oops, I didn't even think No, that that. was not our job. Well, Did you bring your hazmat suit? No, I know, right? (laughs) Um, I thought it was really fun, though, how your husband ran over, and he's like, 
I'm a, I'm a pediatric doctor. I can help. And the mom was like, nope. And the girl also was too hysterical. She's like, nope. But I did think, I was like, wow, this is so crazy that we're talking about childhood injuries tomorrow. And I'm witnessing an injury right now. Amazing. They're, we're all the same person. <laughs> okay. Well, Amanda, did you have any wild childhood injuries when you were a kid? No. I mean, I no. I, I have been jogging my memory all week, Megan. Nothing. And... If I experienced anything remotely crazy, trust me, I would tell you because you know I love to tell a dramatic story. Mm. But I cannot think of a single injury or illness I suffered as a child, at least that no, that was memorable. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is one time I sprained my ankle jumping off of my friend's bed, bunk bed, and I was so embarrassed that I was injured. I hobbled home like a cripple person, and then once I got in the front door, I fell to the floor and was, you know dramatic as I do and claim that it was broken. And my mom's like, just sit down. Here's an ice pack. And that's all I remember because <laughs> I passed out from the pain. No, I'm just trying. <laughs> Cause then you saw the bones sticking through your foot. Oh, no. But what about you? Because I, I don't have any, I never had any crazy childhood injuries either, but okay. I had weird illnesses. Oh, interesting. As a kid, I had those mastered. Okay. I'm highly susceptible as I've told you mm-hmm. to poison ivy. Like, I only yes. need to inhale a nanoparticle from a mile away, and my poor body will be covered in a rash. That is so bizarre. I have never heard of that before. Have you had poison ivy? No. Knock on wood. Um, don't want don't want it. Glad we have it here. Yeah. No, more than once, my poison ivy turned into a full-fledged staph infection, despite you my best efforts to, me. you know, not let it do that. But also, one summer, while I was in high school... I randomly came down with scarlet fever. I'm sorry, what? Scarlet scurvy? fever. Scurvy? Like the pirate? What? Only no. pirates get scarlet fever. And Not like pirates. Scarlet fever is something you would read about in, on the Oregon Trail. Like that's your right. Your character died of scarlet fever. That's yeah, right. I have Oh, that. I forgot. I love that game. Wait, how did you get scarlet fever? I thought that was eradicated centuries ago. No, it's still around. You're it's kidding. rare, but it's highly contagious so lucky me i have no idea how i got it but clearly my body hated me or loved a good topical challenge i don't know wait what does that even present itself like it's a rash scarlet fever is a rash yeah yeah it's a red all over your body Mm -hmm. is it i mean is it actually feverish is that why is it i think i had a fever fever. yeah oh i'm so sorry megan it's i'm fine i survived to this day you have that beautiful blemish free skin that is (laughs) unreal so i want to talk to you about this the poison ivy thing yeah. because we you've been hiking many times are you not always afraid you're gonna like get close to poison ivy i try not to touch any foliage do you know what it looks ever. like it has leaves three of them i hear i don't know no i really cannot identify it by just looking at it and saying oh look, there's poison ivy mm. does utah have poison ivy yeah i'm sure it does huh i'm sure somewhere yeah honestly oh i goodness. have not had poison ivy since i think we lived in cincinnati and i got it you even had it then? Yeah, I all I have to do is breathe it in, I swear, and oh, I catch it. It's I so am great. So sorry, Megan. So no, we can that go hiking, awful. but I will walk, you know, like avoiding yeah. every green plant. Okay. So it's fine. Okay. I thought you were just like being weird about nature, but now I understand there was a reason behind it. <laughs> you couldn't figure out why I was tiptoeing and wearing like, sweatpants when we hike. Oh, man, bless your heart. That is really hard. Yeah, but no injuries, just weird illnesses. So there we go. Okay. But I also realized we're pretty early on in our parenting game. Mm -hmm. Have your kids had any wild injuries? Again, I don't 
No, no. No, he hadn't. I don't think it's because we're we're really cautious, though. I'm not overly cautious. No. I mean, if I see a dangerous opportunity, I usually encourage it to make him strong. <laughs> but um, no, we've never had anything crazy other than the time I gave my son nursemaid's elbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was just doing a little casual dance party with him. Backfired. That's why I still to this day never dance with my kids. Gave nursemaid's elbow, and, you know, I didn't know what it was. So I was like, we have tickets to go see Frozen 2. And I want you to go see Frozen 2. Stop whining. Here's some Tylenol. <laughs> Let's go see Frozen 2. And at the end of the movie, he still wasn't himself. So we took him in. They fixed it. Whatever. Yeah. So that was the only thing that really happened. And then, like you said, when my daughter knocked out her tooth, that was traumatic. But can you believe nothing else? That's Crazy? Impressive. impressive. But, I mean, I, I, it begs me to wonder. Do most accidents to kids happen under the age of 12? Or above the age of 12. Because I feel like I hear about more teenagers with strange injuries Mm -hmm. than I do kids. Because teenagers, you know, those frontal lobes are not quite formed yet. (laughs) I would bet it depends on what the type of injury is. Like broken bones? Broken bones versus running into things in stitches, maybe. Or things getting stuck in inside bo- your body. Man, I feel like we're we're giving a great preview of what's going on <laughs> in this lesson. This lesson, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is a lesson. This lesson <laughs> to all parents. Oh no. Oh man. So no, we're no, we're fine. But what about your kids? I haven't. I didn't ask you about your kids. We've had we've had a few. Okay. One of my kids needed stitches after running headfirst into a radiator oh, in Boston. Ouch. Yeah. But oh, I think I remember the story. Did you have to drive him in the car by yourself? Like Yeah, and there was Aww. blood everywhere. It was great. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was I had three kids and might have been pregnant at the time. Yeah. I don't remember, but you are one woman. Before we talk about you, I want to come back to me. I did remember <laughs> <laughs> I did remember making an injury. I was I'm surprised I forgot about this because oh. it actually was maybe the most traumatic injury that I've ever experienced as a parent. I had forgotten about this. What? Halloween, my daughter was two. Mm-hmm. I was making chili and I put a can with the lid still semi attached in the recycling bin. Oh. And, and as I walked away, I thought, that is not a good idea. Well, my daughter came out of the kitchen with her thumb stuck in the can and the, and the oh. lid. Oh. I know, sorry, I know. And the lid had jammed it. So, anyways, as soon as she came around the corner with the can, I was like, oh, 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 okay. I know where this is going. So, sure enough, we couldn't get it. We couldn't push it down because it was jammed. Couldn't pull it up because it was jammed. Oh, I'm getting the chills just recounting it. Anyways, we got it out. I don't want to tell how because it, it makes is, me queasy. My stomach is yeah, no, mine too. right now. We got it out. But the, it, we took her to the doctor, and it was on the pad of her thumb. Uh-huh. So, she couldn't get stitches because it was so tiny. I mean, she was two years old. It was tiny, yeah. and it wasn't deep enough that she needed it. So we put a bandaid on her thumb and I will never forget. She, we put her to bed and we come in to check on her and it looked like there was a massacre in her bed <laughs> because she has, had taken off the bandaid yeah. and it was, there was blood everywhere, all over the walls, all over her bed, <laughs> no. but she was sound asleep. It yeah. was just bleeding. So long story short, we ended up having to put a full blown cast on her hand to keep the bandaid on her thumb because Whoa. she kept taking them off. Mm-hmm. And if you ask her to look at her thumb, she has a, a gash on her thumb still. Really? Uh-huh. I can't believe you forgot uh-huh. that story either. I, no, I, you know what? I think it was very traumatic. Right. I remember in the middle of the night just sobbing oh. because I felt so 
bad. And still to this day, I am super, I, I got a new can opener. It has like the safety edge. I am a freak about cans now. Really? Yep, it really scares me. Oh, so anyways. learned. Yes. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Oh. So um, back to you. What's going on? Are your kids happy, healthy? Do they have all their appendages, all their digits? Yeah, they're all good. Okay. But the one injury story that I could think of mm-hmm. was with my daughter. Mm. And you've heard the story. Two days after we moved to Utah, my husband was gone test driving a car. And I walked all my kids, maybe a mile, to a nearby park with a lot of wooded areas. And my older daughter, who was three at the time, went off a path, as she does, and bushwhacked through a bunch of trees. And suddenly, I hear screaming like she's lost an arm. And I run into the trees to see which appendage she's lost. And instead, I find her sitting (gasps) in the middle of a yellow jacket's nest. You're kidding me. No. So as quickly as I could, I scooped her up and ran out got stung a few times myself on my feet and hands. My poor girl had been stung everywhere. And I remember praying over and over, please don't let either of us be allergic. Please don't let either of us be allergic because neither she nor I had ever been stung before. And my husband was 30 minutes away. We were a mile away from our house. I had no idea who to call because we'd been here two days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I didn't want to call 911. That seemed a bit dramatic and we could still breathe. So, but as I hurried all four kids home as fast as I could, my daughter just sobbed the whole time and I had to try not to cry myself because that Yes, it hurts so bad. It really does hurt. But two days later was our first day at our new church. And my daughter's face and hands and feet were disfigured. They were so swollen, like her everything. Everything was swollen. So I'm sure that made an awesome first impression. That is so sad. It took like two weeks for the swelling to go down. Oh, my goodness. You know, man, I didn't know that she actually sat in it. I thought she just like got stung. Well, I think she got stung and didn't know what to do and she just sat down in the net it was everywhere everywhere the only reason why I remember this story is because I was driving your daughter home from school Mm -hmm. months after it happened yeah and I remember and as we drove past the this crime scene (laughs) I I heard her tell my son this story but I only remember her saying some widow jackets. The widow jackets got me. The widow jackets. And I remember, and you remember I pulled up your house and I was like, yeah. what are widow jackets? Like, what's she talking about? But she was trying to say, what was she, yellow jackets. Yellow jackets. But it was coming out, widow jackets. The little jackets. The widow jackets. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so anyways, that was really funny. Oh, don't you miss how they used to say the silliest I things? I do. Like the one time my kids said that we went and spent a weekend on uh-huh. a yacht. Uh-huh. Instead of a yurt, and uh-huh. your sweet husband was so confused. All of us were like, "Wow, you are fancy people on your yacht." I love the things kids say. Oh man! All right. Well, now that we've shared our own slightly traumatic injuries, mm-hmm. let's get into the submissions. I love we? it. I love it. So we start right out of the gate with something uh, intense, but not. The worst. Right. I wonder if we should have put them in order. From, ah, ooh, build up. Yeah, least yeah. traumatic to whoa. Yeah, true. That's a good point. Do we need to give a trigger warning? Trigger warning, mac and cheese. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. So this one says, my older sister dared me to put a piece of mac and cheese up my nose, and I had to go to the hospital to get it extracted. Seriously, that's so dumb. <laughs> Why would I? Okay, it's fine. What do you think? Okay, but after thinking about this episode a bit more, we probably should have invited my husband on as a guest. Mm. He's worked yes. at children's hospitals for the last eight years and has seen some 
doozies when it comes to weird stuff stuck in kids' noses, ears, mm-hmm. and airways. Mm-hmm. I asked him what his most memorable experience was, and he did not disappoint. Are you ready for this? Okay. He told me the parents of a kid thought that their kid had swallowed a piece of popcorn and it was causing him breathing issues. Okay. The doctors got in there and instead of popcorn, found a mylar confetti butterfly. Oh my heavens. What? How? I don't even know. Anyway, but he's also seen plenty of coins. Uh And this was hilarious. He says the doctors always try to guess the year of the coins that they go in to retrieve. And they get bragging rights for being the closest. (laughs) That is really funny. I mean, if you have to do that, you might as well make it fun. How do you get out a coin? I wish your husband was down here. I don't know. How, how do you even get that out? I have to ask him. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Abracadabra. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a kid in my probably third, third grade mm-hmm. school class, third grade elementary school class, that put a pretzel up his nose. Hmm. Do you know why that's a bad idea? I have a guess, but tell us why. The salt. The salt on the pretzel burned his nostrils. Oh. All I remember is him being like escorted out of class, screaming like a freak because he like <laughs> put a pretzel up his nose. We're like, why would you ever put a pretzel up your nose? Like, that is a bad idea. Elementary school. Right? Oh, right. Man. Now, let me tell you about another friend. This mac and cheese and orifices. Wait, is that the right word? Orifices? I mean, it is, but... <laughs> <laughs> Holes? There's no right way to say it. No, Listen, it's fine. In places it's like, it does not pla- belong. Okay, thank you. That's why you're on this podcast with me because I would say orifices many times <laughs> and you and you keep it you keep See, it clean. The only reason. That's right. That's it. So um a friend of mine in New York, she told me the story. She said that her oldest son one morning woke up and was like, Mom, there's something in my ear. And she was like, looks in his ear, doesn't see anything. And he's like, I can hear it. I can feel it. There is something in my ear. And she's like, I don't see anything. She looked with a flashlight, like could not find anything. Mm-hmm. So goes to school. She like sends him on his way. Comes back from school. And he says, mom, I lost my tooth. And they realized that he had lost his tooth. And she said, well, where is your tooth? And he goes, I don't know. I think I lost it earlier and I didn't even notice. Well, he keeps complaining about his ear. So after about three days, you take him to the doctor. Mm -hmm. The doctor looks in his ear and the tooth he had lost was in his ear. Yes. So in the middle of the night, it had fallen out and he just rolled the right way on his pillow and the little tooth went right in his ear and got lodged in his ear. What are the odds? I, that kid I needed don't know. to buy a lottery ticket. I know. So the, so the, the doctor pulled it out and she's like, this is the first tooth I've ever pulled out of someone's ear. Isn't that yucky? Wow. <laughs> gross. That I is know. unique. Kids are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they're sleeping. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. All right. The next listener says, while camping, my two older kids, who were five and six at the time, were playing with sticks and rocks while my husband and I made dinner. Before long, they started fighting and throwing sticks. My oldest threw a stick at her brother, and he came crying to us with a stick poking right out of his forehead. Whoa. It was pretty crazy, almost like one of those arrow headbands that people wear to make it look like an arrow is through their head. Whoa. But this was actually stuck right in the middle of his forehead. Luckily, it came right out, and we were able to use some Steri strips and just taped it right up. Holy smokes. I mean, I don't even know what I'm hearing here, Megan. This is insane. Thank heavens it did not go south, more south. 
my like, female, like in your eye. Okay. That would be No, I needed you so to describe. Crazy. Yeah, South. Okay. No, that like would be mouth bad. Is. No, yeah. I mean your mouth. But anyways, this story gets me because, you know, all those people out there that feel like sticks are weapons. Mm-hmm. This hits close to home, doesn't it? Because you've been reprimanded a few times by strangers. Mm-hmm. I don't like this story because this story proves I'm right. Yes, indeed. Sticks can be wef- weapons. And I don't know how to defend the other side of it because, yeah. In this instant, it was a weapon. Well, the sweet child did walk away alive. So I'm yeah. sure that the stick has not mm. quite earned official weapon status. Mm. I'm just saying. Okay, you're right. Yeah, having it poked straight out of your head doesn't seem like a total weapon. You're no, right. You didn't even need stitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You've got to need stitches or you've got to be missing an arm to have it be considered a weapon. I Is think that so. what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay, let's Thank you for sh- understanding me okay, clearly. Okay, got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, this next one says, in kindergarten, after removing my pencil from the large wall-mounted sharpener, I decided that I could use a really sharp pointy finger. Oh, Mm. I better take a breath. Mm -mm. So I stuck my pinky finger in there and turned the handle. Not sharp, not pointy, just blood and tears. What a terrible idea. Can we talk about pencil Yeah, let's talk about pencils. Do you have a pencil injury? Yes, I do. Do you? Tell me yours. Okay, well, when I was in seventh grade, I was holding a mechanical pencil in my hand backwards with the lead part in the palm of my hand, as seventh graders do. I don't know. And the kid in front of me rammed his chair backwards to stand up, forcefully pushing the pencil back, and the lead went right into my palm. And to this day, that tiny piece of lead is still in my palm. Is that dangerous? Can I get lead poisoning? Uh, Probably. I mean, are you feeling queasy right now? Um, Do you know what's crazy, (laughs) Megan? What? Literally this exact same thing happened to me. Really? The exact same, except I just happened to be walking instead of someone bringing their chair back on me. Mm -hmm. I just, they like, I don't know, I hit my pencil on their knee and same thing. And the tip, look, you can see it in my hand too. The tip broke off. Oh my goodness. We are sisters. (laughs) But yeah, I remember it happening and it it like hurt and it was bleeding. And I remember thinking I'm going to die of lead poisoning. But here I am. (laughs) Here we are. Here I am. Oh, good. Here I am. Okay. This pencil story reminds me. I stumbled across this, these articles of just like really embarrassing kid injuries. And this one fits perfect. And I want to read it to you really fast. It says in third grade. I held a pencil in my fist, point up, okay? I sneezed and face planted into it. I'm 24 now, and every once in a while, someone tells me that I have blue ink on my forehead, and then I have to tell them that it's actually a scar from stabbing myself in the face mid-sneeze. No. (laughs) Oh, how unfortunate. I mean, that would hurt. Sneezes, it's so much force. Like, oh my heavens, that would hurt so bad. But to have to explain that story... Yeah, well, sneezing, I mean, sneezing is risky. I'll never forget. I had a friend in high school who crashed her car, and we were like, how did you crash your car? And she's like, I sneezed, and I didn't see the car in front of me, and I I rear-ended them. What? (laughs) Yeah. That's why I just try not to sneeze. I'm that person that, like, tries really hard not to sneeze, and it comes out the other end, and I'm even more (laughs) embarrassed, but at least I'm safe, okay? people in your car (laughs) all right the next listener says when i was three i tripped and fell directly on a barbie doll hand that was sticking straight up and the hand went into my chin i had to get three stitches and i still have a scar today 
That is really bizarre. Like, that is crazy. But this proves, you know, anything can become a weapon. Again. Again. Weapon. We're back to the weapon. <laughs> but a Barbie hand, that is bizarre. I never would have guessed. I thought they were kind of soft, but I guess any, you know, any type of force, it'll get you. Mm-hmm. But... I'm going to stick it to the haters out there who hate, you know, sticks. Mm-hmm. Well, now you should probably hate Barbie hands, too, which yeah, is dangerous, it, apparently. Add it to the list. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, I'm shocked none of our injury stories involved Legos. Good point. As Maya Rudolph's character accurately points out in the Lego movie, the pain that comes from stepping on a Lego is truly close to childbirth. It's the worst. Megan, I think some of my favorite YouTube videos are literally Lego memes. Like anything, anytime someone plays off Legos as yeah. a parent, because they are so relatable. <laughs> anytime, I, I basically am crippled, even if I step on like the little one piece. Those are the worst. I just like fall to the floor. I'm like, oh, what happened? <laughs> Who got me? <laughs> oh, but I love the way, the Lego movie. It is seriously one of my favorite movies. It's one of the most quotable movies of all time. I love one. it. It's a good one. Okay, this next one is really good. It says, in one week when I was six, I ended up in the hospital three times. The first time was to have my stomach pumped after my brother dared me to eat a gel air freshener. What? Okay, seriously, that doesn't even sound appetizing. It tastes like linens, linens from your grandmother's closet. (laughs) And about three days later, we were chasing each other around the living room when I tripped and ended up putting my hands through the TV screen. I know. It doesn't stop here. I had to have my palms stitched up, okay? And upon leaving the hospital, I ran down the street, turned to look at my mom as she told me to slow down, and ran into a lamppost and knocked myself out. We were less than 100 yards from the hospital, so my mom just picked me up and carried me back in. <laughs> oh, bless that sweet mom. I, I mean, what on earth? If this happened in today's world, Megan, your kid would be taken away from you. This was a different time, obviously. Right. But, well, yeah, because they put their hands to the TV screen and required stitches. I... Could that happen today? No. No. Well, I think no. you could put your hand through a TV screen, but I don't think it would cut you, right? I ha- I What's genuinely have That's what I mean. That's why I was like, wait, did you electrocute it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought she was going to say, I put my hands through the TV screen and like turn into Frankenstein. Because like, there's electricity in there. Wouldn't it electrocute you as you put your hands through it? You would think so. I, I am mm. baffled by this. Yeah, I have, have no idea how this, how this happens. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. That would be terrifying. <laughs> okay. Now, I always like surprising you, and I just want to let you know that I've squirreled away some other experiences that you have not read, so I want to read them to you, okay? Oh, man. Okay. Okay, can't wait. I love when you go off script. It's my favorite. (laughs) I can't stand it. Okay. You going to be okay over there? No. The Benadryl's coming to me. Okay, here we go. So, I was once buttering toast with my... I was once buttering toast with my face really close to the kitchen counter because I really like it to be precisely buttered. I sneezed and slammed my head on the counter and effectively knocked myself out. I had to go to the emergency room to be treated for a concussion (sighs) while buttering the toast, Megan. For a concussion. See, sneezing. Oh, it is so dangerous. So dangerous. No we one should probably sneeze. add that to the weapon list, too. Yeah, it sneezes. Oh, here's another sneeze one. I, okay, it's so weird. I threw my back out when I sneezed really hard, but I told everyone that I heard it when I was moving a heavy box because I was so embarrassed. 
Was that a kid? No, it's an adult. Like, this okay. is an adult. That doesn't sound like a you kid. Throw thing your to do. back out when I'm you sneeze. This is so funny. I can't even oh. handle it. Okay, and the last one I want to share with you is really funny. Is this a sneeze one too? No, it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> so I got surgery on my knees because a few years ago, um, I dislodged some loose cartilage in the joint and tore a bit of my meniscus. At the time, I was playing a ton of ultimate frisbee. So I told people that's what caused it. But in reality, it happened when I was just getting up from a chair. Whoa. Isn't that wild? Are these stories supposed to make us feel old? Like this is yeah. what's coming now? Well, you know, was it you I was telling about this the other day? I'm at the point in my life, Megan, where if something is going to eat, if something seems slightly dangerous, like I could fall down and like break a hip or something, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm really careful around hmm. curbs, you know? <laughs> I don't want to step wrong. Good call. L- lose myself in the yeah. gutter. Yeah. I don't know. Aren't you at that point? Well, I did have a moment yesterday. Uh-oh. You know, we, we ran a half marathon okay. in a really good time okay. pretty quickly yeah that 45 Saturday. minutes it was freaking right. insane <laughs> sure <laughs> and i was a little sore uh-huh uh-huh however yesterday i was doing something something stupid i don't know if i was like putting laundry into the washer or moving it from the washer to the dryer but i just moved in such a way that i felt a muscle from like the top of my leg all the way down to my Ooh. calf seize up Uh and it hurt Uh so bad and I thought you have got to be kidding me I just ran 13 miles the other day and was fine and I move clothes from the washer to the dryer and Mm I injure myself like this Mm -hmm. and it still hurts today really stretches and foam rolling and all the things and it hurts so bad I hurt myself (sighs) doing laundry I feel so old. I know. Well, see, the thing about this episode is if you're a kid and you get injured, mm-hmm. we'll allow it. You're learning. You're not very coordinated. And they bounce back so quickly. You do. And your frontal lobe is not formed. But my frontal lo- lobe, as far as I'm concerned, is mostly formed. Sure. And therefore, when I injure myself, I am embarrassed. <laughs> I'm a full-grown adult. Why are you injuring yourself? Right? right. When I got stung by the bee the other day and basically fell to the ground like a cripple... I was crying. <laughs> I was embarrassed. And you know what? I couldn't work out today, Megan, because my little teeny toe hurt. And that's Aww. and I feel dumb saying that, but I'm serious. <laughs> I did I don't feel like myself. I feel yeah. off. I feel off kilter. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Thank you for the empty. That's why. Well that Benadryl is gonna kick in real soon. I'm excited. It hasn't already. I'm excited. I feel like your blinks have slowed down a little bit. Oh, you think so? <laughs> How exciting. All right. Now, as we go off into the world mm-hmm. wanting to bubble wrap your children, mm. I is, would it be okay with you if I drop some helpful knowledge on you that may or may not bless your life? Always. Okay, great. Here we go. So <laughs> did you know, Megan, 30 children go to the hospital every day after bouncing on a bounce house? And this is in the U.S., Mm -hmm. 30 kids in the U.S. So statistically, there is a way to protect them. I don't really know what exactly that is. I'm not a a statistician. I'm pretty sure that is don't let your children bounce on a bounce house. Oh, really? I was just thinking that, like, you should let them bounce on a bounce house, but put them on with, like, 30 kids so you can be aware that, like, okay, it's probably not going to be mine because there's only one in 30. Put 30 kids on the bounce house and be like, good luck. Were you at my house by chance when – when the kids were all jumping from the treehouse onto the bounce house after my daughter's birthday party? No. No, we must have left. Yeah, what a blessing. I was super freaked out, Megan. Somehow, all the kids got the bounce house right under the treehouse. Yeah. And they were jumping off. It was like a 10-foot drop. And I literally, Whoa. every single parent that like came, I kept saying to them, 
can I please have your verbal consent that you will not sue me if a kid breaks a leg? Because I kept moving it and they kept moving it back. But I literally thought to myself, "Uh uh-oh, we are in huge trouble because parents' houses, man. Well, you need to do that with trampolines too. I know a lot of people who will have families sign paper waivers to make sure that it's okay that other people's kids can jump on your trampoline. If we had a trampoline... We would probably yeah. do the same thing. You know, I probably would too. Which it sounds crazy, yeah, but yeah. just in case. It's 2022, man. Everyone's so happy. Right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't say soup happy. No one likes soup, but suing other people. Yes, like soup happy. You don't, you don't like you, soup? You like soup? You don't like soup? What? Why are you so weird? What type of soup do you like? A lot of soups. You're kidding. Soups are so delicious. <laughs> I would like you to say soup four more times. Let's see how you, let's see how that goes. Moving on. This is okay. not a topic. It's not a soup topic, okay? You said it, not me. Okay, yeah, that's true. So number two, this, ne- this next fact is interesting. Mm-hmm. This statistic is less clear, but whatever, we're going with it. It's science. Thousands of people go to the hospital every year after participating in... <laughs> after what? <laughs> The Benadryl's here. (laughs) After participating in what activity? Go ahead. Make a guess. Thousands of kids every year go to the hospital after participating in... Okay. I have no idea. Pillow fights. What? Pillow fights. Pillow fights. Pillow fights. You say pillow or pillow? I say pillow like an American. (laughs) (laughs) But I am from Utah, so we probably should say pillow. Anyways, can you believe that? No. So new rule in my home, no pillows. You're not allowed to pick up the pillow from under your head. (laughs) It stays below the head. Stop. My kids have pillow fights all the time. Oh, well, I mean, you're probably allowed to because you have a doctor in the home. I don't. I mean, he's never actually home, but yeah, we could go visit him at work. Yeah, cannot take that risk in my home. Oh, man. All right. He is home sometimes. I can't. (laughs) Sometimes. That didn't sound nice. To see his family. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. This last fact. Mm -hmm. 23,000 people go to the hospital. People or children? Uh, Children. Ah. Thank you. 23,000 children go to the hospital each year after having an incident with a shopping cart. Now, what's interesting is they actually did use the word incident, not Mm -hmm. like falling out of the shopping cart, like maybe the shopping cart rammed into them. Maybe mm. it ran over their toe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they fell out of it. I don't know. There's so many incidences that could happen. Mm-hmm. But I see one clear solution here. Mm. What's that? Kids are not allowed to go shopping with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> Naturally. It's too risky to take a child shopping, so therefore you must have alone time while shopping. How does that feel? <laughs> Wonderful. Good. Very good. So there should I just... be warnings outside stores. Mm. Please do not bring children in. Mm. The odds of them getting injured That's right. are risk-reward. Great. Far too risky and actual zero reward if you take your child into a store. (laughs) Zero. So, no. Do you feel comforted now after I've read those facts that, you know, your child can bounce on the bounce house and most likely not be fine? Or, you know, pillows. Don't use pillows. Do you know what? Risk reward. Like you said, I'm fine with them bouncing on a bounce house. And we will accept that risk. And we will still play with sticks. Okay. And it's going to be fine. Okay. So you've learned nothing from this episode. Let's move on here. (laughs) <laughs> I've learned a lot about sneezing when you should uh, and should not uh, sneeze. Uh, uh, How about that? I don't know if I've ever even heard you sneeze ever. Uh-huh. Due time. <laughs> it's time for our friendship to progress in that way. All right. Well, let's put the baby to bed. Okay. If you have a minute, rate, review, comment, share. I'm sorry, I went out of order. <laughs> Spread the love. Oh, I just read it again. <laughs> Okay, read your next line. (laughs) Be a friend to everyone. Bye.